Today's episode contains conversations about sexual violence, childhood abuse, suicide, self-harm, and mental health. Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual, pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Hello, good morning, welcome. What's up, motherfuckers? I hope you're doing well. Hope you're feeling cozy. All right, you guys. So clearly by our trigger warning in the beginning, you guys are like, what the fuck is today's episode all about? Um, Yeah, Kelsey. I guess to sum it up, today's episode's about false prophets. And the thing about spirituality is that very few people are just like born with this innate sense or faith or whatever you want to call it however you look at it but this like immediate connection um most of us spend a lot of time hearing about that feeling that we should be feeling or like how we should feel it like you know tips rules even to feel it um but i really don't think it's found until we hit like bottom or whatever that is for you but being humbled and shown your vulnerability is what drives us to find meaning and a reason to keep going and in this moment this is when people are susceptible to the most dangerous belief that spirituality religion the world has to offer and that is that someone else has the answer or has the power or knows what's best for you um when we're at our low points if someone can just give us an answer that's awesome it's very tempting to be like oh perfect boom there we go but the truth is that you have to have like you have all that you need you have it right there you know how to find the answers you have the connection and the power and you will find others along the way with ideas and stories to share that'll have so much benefit but a true spiritual teacher will never tell you what to do and that's like that like they will never tell you that mm-hmm. it's kind of a joke like in buddhist teachings that learning from monks can be incredibly frustrating because oftentimes instead of giving you answers they give you more questions and that's because again a true spiritual teacher will force you to search for yourself rescue yourself and heal yourself they're close by and they're sharing energy and they're sharing their stories maybe but they're not going to tell you what it is you need even Um, And when you're at your lowest and looking for those answers and someone says, I have the answer, it's so easy to want that relief and that's valid. And that's okay if like what we're talking about, like you felt that feeling before of like clinging to someone or feeling like they have all the answers. And if I'm describing something, like just know that you're safe and we are here just to remind you that you really are strong enough on your own. Like if you feel at any point that your strength comes from someone else, then that's not true. And it's all like, you're all you need. And so with all that, like many people that you encounter in this part of your journey, your spiritual journey, especially the beginning, are going to be harmless. Like a lot of people who you're watching, you're getting content from, you're getting things from are might even be helpful. But there's a small percent that are really, really bad. (laughs) Um, And... They're in this for themselves, not for your spirituality or even spirituality at all, really. And I'm talking about people like David Korsh, who was the leader of the Branch of Davidians of Waco, Texas. I'm sure you've heard of that and the tragedy that happened at Waco. Jim Jones, the leader of the People's Temple, famously the orchestrator of the Jonestown Massacre. Charles Manson, Marshall Applewood, and Teal Swan. (laughs) Ooh, and Teal is actually who we're talking about today. So... If you guys want to do your own research on this, which I highly recommend, um, I want it to be very clear about where you should get your information from. We really want you to be educated about Teal Swan, but we do not want you to give her the views and the energy. I'm trying to explain as much as I can today so you guys can understand as much as you need to, even about what she says without watching her content. So Kelsey and I today will be heavily referring to The Deep End, which is the documentary series on Hulu. Um, And then if you want some other sources, Teal Teal Swan's Dangerous Teachings, A Therapist Deep Dive is a YouTube video I highly recommend. Also, The Gateway, Teal Swan. That's a podcast that I also highly recommend. Okay, so we're going to obviously elaborate a lot more on Teal. Um, But I wanted to point out some things that I found that are kind of just like general trends for cult leaders, because that is like the phrase that we're going to use to describe her, Mm -hmm. cult leader. Absolutely. (laughs) We'll go ahead and be bold and just say that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So number one is charisma. So like the ability to talk to others and get them to feel 
exactly what you want them to feel, whether that's excitement, anger, sadness, fired up, whatever it is, you can really elaborate, like make them feel that. Charles Manson was a big person for this. Like he really could make his, he made his believers kill people. Like, yeah. and didn't even have to be in the room. Like he's very charismatic. Uh, the claim to feel godlike. Historically, cult leaders are known to be um, believed by their followers as as close to God as humanly possible. David Korsh's male followers believed that sex was bad because he told them, but because David was so close to God, he took the burden of having sex with their wives off of their shoulders and fucked their wives. Like, oh my God. Right? Isn't that crazy? But they were, he was able because to manipulate these people to actually think that this was like, that he was way. like God, like God mm -hmm. wanted this, that he could talk to God and God told him that he wanted this. So like, that's how good they are at this. Mm -hmm. um, conformity, a lot of them try to control um, what their followers look like, especially like their close circles, uh, especially like um, Nazis think of like, you know, they have the shaved heads and the tattoos, like any sign, like, physical trait that they can control to make them all look alike uh, or be like easily identified. Um, preoccupation with power, brilliance, and success. Focus on the future and an undesirable, unsatisfiable desire for more. Um, unquestionable, cult leaders are among the most narcissistic in the world and to challenge them is not allowed and delusional. There are many, there are not many around for us to like learn from his, from history because they all believe their lies and what they're going through so deeply that most of them will die for their cause, their mission, whatever they call it. And a lot of them have, and they've taken a lot of others out with them, mm -hmm. um, which is horrific and terrible. And so that's kind of why we're talking about this because no, she shouldn't take any more. Yeah. <laughs> So Teal Swan, you guys, um, the reason that we're bringing this up is because she's very relevant right now. This Hulu documentary series just came out, uh, I think their latest episode came out about exactly, well, about a week and a half ago. Because I was expecting the other episode to come out and it hasn't yet. And I was honestly kind of looking forward to it. Is it done or is it just the four? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if anyone knows. Okay. Um, but if you do know, you can let us know. <laughs> anyway, I heard about Teal Swan a long time ago when I was on YouTube. I, when Kelsey brought up earlier, when you're in a place that's really low, um, you kind of look to someone else for the answers. And oftentimes that's when people are susceptible to like falling victim to like a cult leader because the, like someone tells you, oh, I have the answer. I know what'll fix you. A really good example of that is when I was in a really low place, I was also looking for guidance. I was looking for like, not a religion because I had felt like religion had really done me wrong, but just like yeah. someone to like help me. And I am lucky that I found Tony Robbins who <laughs> is not, he is not spiritual based. He is yeah. more of a motivational speaker. Right, right. It would be very hard for him to have a cult because he has nothing like no spiritual grounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm lucky that that's who I found. Right. I, I can't imagine what would have happened if I would have found Teal at that time. So let me tell you guys who Teal Swan is. She is a spiritual guru and in our opinion, a cult leader. She is a self-proclaimed mental health teacher with extremely controversial methods. She is originally from Utah. Well, at least that's where she spent most of her childhood. And she spent her early years in the early 2000s. So she spent roughly five years um, under Dr. Snow's teachings and under Dr. Snow's therapy. So Dr. Barbara Snow is a Utah practicing therapist still to this day. And she was the central figure in the satanic panic rituals abuse in the late 18s and or the late 80s and the early 90s. Okay. It's really important for us to understand this because this is really key to who Teal Swan is and to Teal Swan's mental situation so teal presents herself right as someone who is all-knowing there's no one above her she is fully enlightened she's never met anyone who knows more than her she's claimed to be like jesus right like yeah she said she she joked but was not joking okay. um and said that she her and her team are working to get her to be more powerful than the pope that's the influence she's trying to have which in general, like that's an odd goal. For a and, spiritual person. <laughs> yeah, and it's important to also note every episode that's come out from the deep end, she has put a counter episode out on YouTube explaining how everything we're seeing is not real. And the reason I have a problem with this is because none, like, okay, to, in today's world, we all know how reality TV works. Like, we're not idiots. Like, I don't like when I'm able to witness something with my own eyes and then someone try to tell me what I'm seeing isn't real. I know how editing works. I know you can take a conversation. One half is from some uh, one time and another half right. is from another time. And you can delete parts of it and look like you're answering certain questions. But the bottom line is we're witnessing Teal say a lot of very harmful, dangerous, cruel things to people. 
and none of that should be said from her. It doesn't matter what conversation she was having. She's attacking people. She's telling them to kill themselves. It's incredibly dangerous and she has no, okay. So like I said, she is um, a self-proclaimed mental health teacher, right? She has no professional medical training, no mental health training, no verified training of any kind, no education of any kind. She graduated high school when she was 16 and then that was, that was it. Um, we know that she has a lot of traumatic history that she claims. However, the issue with this is a lot of the things that she says happened to her, they don't make sense uh, in terms of time, in terms of factually um, evidence. <laughs> um, in terms, and makes sense in terms of facts. Yeah, like so it, it's kind of frustrating. So Barbara Snow, right, when I talked about the satanic panic earlier, we're going to kind of be jumping all over because there's a lot to share about this. I've, we've been doing so much research, you guys. I have, I have been taking in so many podcasts, interviews, uh, reading the, like so many books like that I was able to find. Teal Swan is also an author. Again, don't give her your time of day. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she has no <coughs> professional training of any kind <clears throat> and her teachings are considered very controversial. This is because she, while she may claim in some videos, um, which contradicts a few other videos, that she's not <coughs> pro-suicide. <coughs> you okay, baby? Oh yeah, you know. The weed cough. The weed. Um, in some videos, she will say that she is against suicide and that, of course, she would never advocate for someone killing themselves. We have so much evidence to contradict that that's what she actually believes. Yeah. Um, we have people that are like whistleblowers who have escaped from her cult, who have come forward and explained what happened. And of course, she calls them crazy. I think it's important to know that she was fined in the state of Utah for performing mental health services on people illegally without a license. Oh my God. Like, and this is, this is some of these bitches savior. And there could be a bunch of our followers who listen to her because on YouTube, you know, she throws out a lot of spiritual and mental health jargon. Oh yeah. So it's very easy to think that she's right. She says some things that make sense. I'll give you that. I mean, I went back and I watched like, I don't know, like 10 videos from like a bunch of different years and like tried to get like, just kind of a general like sense of her and especially like her video persona because yeah youtube's like her main mm -hmm. place i don't think she has a podcast or anything I think right youtube's like all she has and it's very like when i look at it now like i put for, i first watched it and i would put myself i put myself back in like the the few of when i was in a bad place and i looked at it and i was like wow yeah i get this i could listen to this and not be where I am today and think, oh, this is nice. And I think one of the things that she kind of uses to lure someone in who's not very healed yet is that she really allows your anger, where I feel like at the start of your spiritual journey, it should be a lot of releasing anger instead of like, um, yeah, like, like not, I don't know that you shouldn't it allow it, but she really, like, I felt like even in the documentary, there was a scene where you're seeing a ritual sort of thing where they're having her followers, I guess is what they'll call them, um, go into their traumas and like fight back. And one of them is describing like stabbing her mom, but like the way she's talking about it and like the way it's happening, I know it's meant to be very chaotic and stuff, but it felt more like instead of it helping the anger, it's just transforming into like a vengeance or like, yes. I don't need to feel bad about this because it's someone else's fault. And I think like at the end of the day, so like one of the most important spiritual lessons is learning that like you are everyone, everyone is you, everything's you and like things are going to happen and that sucks and people are going to hurt you, but you have to forgive them because... Or at least be able to let go of the anger. Right. You don't have right. to even forgive the action, but you can't live yes. in anger forever. Yes. Like, and the, but I think that's the, what Kelsey's saying. Yeah, she, this, this is a dangerous way that she's teaching people. She is not licensed to teach right. any of this. No. One thing that she says too is, I'm trying to normalize these um, cultural practices into our culture. Well, honey, you're a white woman. This is not your job to integrate them into our culture. It's, right. it's very uh, bold and um, just and so... And none of it's groundbreaking. Like, you listen to her and it's all just very... Well, and she's talking about things like cambo, like the frog poison. That can be incredibly healing. That's something... But, like, it's very much like if you were going to go do ayahuasca, you have a shaman lead you through it. Right, right. Um, you, don't just... you don't just have a white woman who has been in, in some trauma and then... I'm sorry, but it has been lying about the rest of her trauma and has attention issues. Like, it's just different. She's not the one. This is not the one we're going to allow to integrate into our world. One thing I want to bring up about suicide is she considers it to, she tells her audience that it is a reset button. This is incredibly dangerous, first wow. of all. She has been, um, we have her on audio tape. 
video uh, and in multiple interviews saying that she, you know, her and her team use the search engine on social media the way that if you're not familiar with um, multi, or like social media marketing, you know, there are certain things that people do to get their videos and get their information pushed out there for people. So your SEO, right? It's um, you basically you can put in keywords that like, well, anytime someone searches that word or anything like similar to that, then your video will come up as a suggestion. So her and her team are very aware of that, that they target suicidal people, people who are at their wits end, people who are mentally, emotionally, like at their last straw suicidal. She has said many times she focuses on suicidal people, but then once she's been under fire, she says, no, that's not her target audience. However, she tells her audience that suicide is a reset button. That's already fucked up. But then her, she's had multiple of her followers, of her clients, of her cult members kill themselves under her care and under her guidance. And um, out of respect for them, we're not gonna be saying their names, but I will be telling you like their stories. There's one woman whose husband um, is still a follower of Teal's. And, you know, they left, I guess this woman, you know, she had, they had a lot of friends. She was actually a belly dancer. And one of her friends who she used to belly dance with was very sad that, you know, she stopped belly dancing and her and her husband went to go join Teal's cult. And they were like, no, we're dedicating our whole life to this spiritual journey. It's so important to us. Well, then she started really toying with, and she was medicated at the time. She started really toying with the idea of suicide and really kind of diving into it. And Teal always tells people she has a 15 minute visualization that she does at her rituals, at her, at her retreats that you can pay for makes her audience um this is a trigger warning for everyone we're about to talk about something very serious we do not recommend what i'm about to say but teal will take her audience through a 15 minute guided suicide meditation where they're meant to gruesomely and in detail visualize how they will kill themselves how it will feel how they'll do it how everyone will react what their service will be like in in extreme detail it's a 15 minute guided meditation now we know and we tell you guys all the time that it only takes 17 seconds of visualization for your subconscious to be penetrated with whatever the fuck that you're thinking about and it will become ingrained in your subconscious this is incredibly fucking dangerous what she's doing anyway especially to someone who is already suicidal already having suicide ideation you know what i mean like this is this is dangerous for anyone but especially when you don't know the mental state of your audience and you have zero training medical professional training at all no licensed anything and she is telling people to visualize their own suicide that alone is dangerous and there was um a woman whose daughter i believe she was a teenager um i'm not gonna say her name again but after she started watching Teal's videos and she joined the, her online Facebook group, um, she started watching the videos about killing herself and then she did kill herself. And Teal argues that it's, you know, she's seen on video in the Hulu documentary. Um, I can quote this yeah. for you, actually. I wrote it down the other say, day. I'm sure you... Yeah. It was, um, it was incredibly hard to hear um, because, you know, it's... Teal has this narcissistic energy she's a narcissist oh my god extremely narcissistic like to the fact where one of the most interesting parts of the documentary to me was when uh they got an email that said something like teal's a narcissist and you guys should be ashamed of what you're doing and they literally called the police to report that um that's yeah. just an insult. Like, you don't call the police because someone said something mean to you. There wasn't even, like, a death threat. And there was, like, seriously, like, you're going to use that? Like, yeah. You, wow. She's also seen um, in an interview saying, if you ever notice anything that looks a little fishy, you should always call the police. You know, even if you call the police eight times and nothing comes of it and you're, people think you're just harassing them, well, what if one time something does come of it? And I'm like, that's dangerous. Oh, so she's paranoid. Yeah, she's paranoid. Um, so I have the quote where after after she had um, been put under fire and in the public eye after this young lady killed herself, you know, her parents came forward and said that they believe Teal Swan had a he heavy influence on their daughter taking their life, her life. So the quote that I wrote directly from the Hulu documentary that you all can go watch says, I'm so tired of families who are like, I don't know what happened. I'm like, you fucking happened. Of course your daughter killed herself. Jesus fucking Christ. If people don't start doing this kind of work on themselves, they're gonna head off a fucking cliff. So, after Teal says this, one of her followers, Juliana, who ends up getting exiled from the group um, after she expresses this type of 
questioning toward Teal. Remember Teal's when I said they're unquestionable? <laughs> yeah, that was one of Liana's a perfect example of how Teal does not allow you to question her. <laughs> so, um, Juliana steps in. Juliana's a new member that you will see throughout the series. She's a new member and she goes, I can see what you're saying, but some people are not ready to do that. Do we really want to force them? Teal's response is, oh, fuck yeah. Juliana then says, I just don't think it, it doesn't work that way. Uh, guys, um, Juliana's from Germany, so that's why I'm like, I'm reading it exactly how she said it. <laughs> so, cause yeah, her, yeah, whatever. Um, so then Teal says, that's bullshit, that's bullshit. You literally just crossed the line, now we have problems. Teal's argument is that bits and pieces of this conversa conversation were taken to make it look like it all happened at once. My problem is any spiritual guru who is saying, I'm so tired of families who are like, I don't know what happened. I'm like, you fucking happened. Of course your daughter killed herself, Jesus fucking Christ. Mm, that's not what your spiritual guru should be saying. No, I think like, so obviously suicide is an incredibly difficult and sensitive topic. And like, we all have different tragedies associated with this. Um, and yeah, like what Teal is doing, like from the medical standpoint, mental health standpoint, it's completely wrong. But even just like as a human who has wanted to die and like who spent days in bed fighting to keep going and who's thought about how I'd do it and like hurt myself and all that stuff, like I fought through that pain. Mm -hmm. um, I can't imagine telling anyone who's in that place anything other than that like they're loved and they're safe. Like if someone loses that battle, um, then that's tragic, but like no one else's input on that situation should ever be anything other than like love and support to them You know, you should Absolutely. never be it's kind of like that girl I wish I could remember her name and I started the Hulu show about this too, but I didn't finish it um, Who like texted her boyfriend while he was Gonna mm -hmm. like wanting to kill himself. We all she, know this story. Yeah, you guys, you guys she, remember this yeah. happened um, a few years Couple, ago like 2018 yeah, and she texted him until he killed himself and like she, she was another narcissist. Yeah, crazy. Um, but like, right, like you should never, if, if you know someone at any point, if you know someone's not in a good place and if you add on, to, if you knowingly add on to that, then you're doing harm. You're, mm -hmm. you're choosing to do harm. You're doing mental harm. Like that's, yes, that's not okay. There's, Absolutely. There's no excuse. Like, yeah, none. <laughs> and you should be held accountable. Yes. We always, so we were having this conversation with one of our friends who watched the documentary and she said, you know, yes, we need to take mental health seriously, but we also really need to take mental crime seriously. Yes. And again, Teal has no license or training to do any of this work that she is doing. And Didn't you say she was doing like conversion therapy? Yeah, so one of her members, his name, I don't know if he's still a member, but his name's Fallon. Um, so a whistleblower who was kicked out of the group uh, was doing an interview and said that Teal, you know, when he first came to the group, he was he was gay, but then she was telling people, no, he's bisexual, but he we're going to do sexual conversion therapy so that he can understand that he's bisexual, he's not gay. That's so fucked up. That is so fucked up. And also, it's not your, like, uh, it's, it's like, don't you, wasn't there, like, something else um, about the guy who... Yeah, what we said earlier, the guy who had sex with people's wives. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. it's giving that. That's oh, cult leader energy. Completely. And, like, she's someone who very much, like, thinks of herself as, like, this incredibly, un like, completely desirable, like, perfect seductress and stuff, which mm -hmm. is very interesting um, because I felt like her energy was so repulsive. Like, yes. not seductive. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, just watching, like, the way that she speaks, it's so cryptic. Yeah. Um, but also, like... She just, oh, that's what I wanted you to, okay, guys, now I'm jumping around, but I want you to tell the non-negotiables. Yep. Sorry, okay, that guys. just reminded me of so, that. So, the non-negotiables, um, I'm not going to read all of them, but I'm going to give you guys two that really stood out to me. Um, so, the non-negotiables are people that are her inner circle. So, just because you follow her, just because you've gone to one of her events or one of her retreats, that doesn't mean you're part of her cult. She has an inner circle, and then that, apparently that inner circle has an inner circle as well. This information is all coming from people who have been exiled from the group and who a lot of them um, have the exact same story. She threatened them and like said that they would be like energetically, you know, fucked. Basically, she was going to curse them and also told them to kill themselves. Also, a spiritual teacher would never threaten to curse you or like cause harm. Exactly. Exactly. So so the non-negotiables, right? Um, they hired a private investigator on the show to basically do work and prove to the world that they're not a cult. Well, Teal hired her. Teal hired her. The bitch came back and was like, no, honey, you're a cult. That, you're for sure a cult. So in the episode, they talk about this list of non-negotiables that you have to sign if you're in her inner circle. And it says, to make this work, you have to make Teal's mission your own. 
So what did Kelsey just say earlier, like about how your purpose, like if it has to become their purpose, like they, if you have to like do their mission and their yep. journey and give your life to them. Exactly. Like Conformity. that's, that's a cult. So one of the non-negotiables is you cannot put your own family first. Teal must come first. Well, no, that's not, that's not in anyone's job description. I'm sorry. That's whack. Nope. The one that really this stuck one. with me is you cannot have personal boundaries. They're nope. all, guys, what do we say every fucking episode? Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Make them, set them, keep them. Live in them. Enjoy them. Seriously. Make Add them to no, them. Right, make them for no reason. Make Sometimes them for I just no like reason. to set a little boundary. Ooh, that was fun. But yeah, no, she does not allow that. And isn't that insane? Can you imagine the person that you're going to for help telling you that you can't put up any protection for yourself to well, receive this? Well, we have an exact example of how dangerous this is when she had a couple coming to see her, coming to her retreats, coming to her for therapy, for guidance, for um, mental health uh, therapy, whatever the fuck Teal she does. Claims is, she claims right? that she does. Um, and unfortunately, you know, this man's wife ended up killing herself. This was oh. the one who left the belly dancing group. This is the one oh, who, yeah. So after they were with Teal for a while, um, a common trend with Teal is that she makes a lot of people believe that in their past, they were part of satanic rituals, satanic um, sacrifices and offerings, which goes into how she was, guys, after the after the ad, we're going to get into Teal's past. Um but basically, this poor woman killed herself. Um, she did it. She was very suicidal. She started. It got worse when she was under Teal's teachings when they went and joined her convent or, like, signed to start living with her, living right. on the place where they were living. Compound. Compound. That's the word. And um, so basically, what happened was they were in therapy with Teal, and she was saying, this woman was saying, no, I'm suicidal. She was, her mental health was getting worse. It was not improving. Teal insisted, that's your fault. You're not trying hard enough. You need to, I'm giving you all this advice and you don't want to take it. You're not putting in the work. I need you to decide right now. It's as simple as this. Are you committing to life or not? And this woman in her state of oh suicidal God. thoughts and depression said, no, I cannot commit to life right now. I don't, I don't feel I'm, I can commit. And Teal told her, well, then you are hopeless. No one can help you. No spiritual teacher can help you. There's nothing left for you. And then the next day, Teal goes out of town for the weekend, and that's the weekend when this woman kills herself. The husband is so under Teal's spell that to this day, he, at first, he was very upset. He apparently left Teal a lot of angry messages, and he didn't check on her for, like, way too long. I, I mean, I remember when I was um, reading about the reports, uh, he waited until, like, 6 p.m. the next day. They were sleeping in separate bedrooms, she went to bed and he didn't check on her until 6 p.m. the next day to find that she had killed herself. Um, he was angry at Teal, but then I guess they met and I don't have a problem at all believing that she manipulated him to, I mean, I think he's in love with her, you guys. This man, you know, he said now apparently he speaks very highly of her and insists that no one speak poorly and insists that she had nothing to do with his wife's death. Um, however... He also doesn't, he doesn't live with Teal anymore and he hasn't seen her in years. Why is that? He can't afford to go to her retreats anymore. He can't afford to go to her thousands of dollars, week long camps, spiritual ret retreats where she'll heal you and spend time with you. He can't afford this anymore. So he hasn't seen her in years, but his dying wish is that before he dies, if he can't go to a retreat, at least an hour conversation with her will do. Um, oh my god. This man is obsessed and his own wife killed herself because of this fucking woman and he cannot see that. And this is sad for everyone involved, but like, it's like part of me can't even be mad at the man because he's so brainwashed. He is so... Well, that's the thing is it's very much Stockholm. It's like, um, like all of the... I mean, to get... I don't, not that I want to get like crazy, but like even like if you think about Charles Manson and like the Manson family and like what they did, like... Not that the people who made the choice weren't at fault at all, but like, right, they were so brainwashed that mm -hmm. that person, he was able to convince them that killing people, like, like you know, you know, like you're when you're at that point, like I said at the beginning, when you're at that super low, low, anyone telling you anything will help sometimes is like enough. And so, right, she's got this grip on these people where mm -hmm. she, that's so sad to me. I had no idea that his wife committed suicide and then he still. Yeah, it's. I mean, I thought I when I was watching, and it's funny because like being the person that I am, um, part of it's comical, 
um, the sense of how, like how she presents herself is almost funny because like I can see through it. You know, like I feel like I look at her and I'm like, oh wow, that's crazy that people fall for this. I can get it when I, after all this research, I'm like, yeah, she's very good at what she does, but like, it's wild what she does. So like when the um, private investigator mentioned that like that one of the the red flags of her organization, whatever she wants to call it, her mission is that non-negotiable list that Danielle mentioned. Um, she literally in the next scene is like, all right, well, like she's in like with the, her group of inner circle people and she's like, all right, well, yeah, I didn't like that, blah, blah, blah. Um, and none of you can have babies now. All right, let's get a contract going. And then they're all yeah. like, yeah, no, I'll sign that. Like, yeah, none of us, right? None of us want to have babies. None of us want to get pregnant. Right. And I'm like, okay, so she's just stupid. Like, that's the thing is like, when you really look at it, like all she, the, all the, blow all the smoke, like, that's an idiot. The, the and she allowed it to be filmed. Exactly, exactly. Because so, she's a narcissist. She's a narcissist, right. And so it all just circles back to like, clearly she's an insanely unstable, unhealthy person. And that's exactly <laughs> what we're gonna get into after the ad. You guys, we're gonna take a quick ad, but we're gonna talk about like, is she evil or is she unstable? <laughs> right after the break. All right, you guys, look, she could. I um, like a little bit of both. Yeah, sure. and we're gonna go into what I talked about earlier. It all goes back to Barbara Snow. Yes, tell us about that. Okay, so from my research, you know, I, I wasn't alive during a lot of this, so I've had to do some research. Um, basically, Teal grew up um, in, she was born in New Mexico, but then she lived most of her life in Utah. While she was in Utah, Kelsey just threw up in her mouth. Um, so sorry, Utonians. <laughs> I just... Utah. <laughs> I know. We and it's like it's okay. Florida. Hey, we it, send you love. We send you love. Um, so she grew up there and she didn't have a lot of friends. She said she had very psychic abilities, she could read people's auras and always talk to their dead, you know, and she said first grade was hard. She went up to her teacher and was like, Your dead father's behind you. Um, she also <laughs> she quotes her parents and says that they were terrified of her and didn't know what to do with her. So at some point I'm gonna skip a lot of the gory details um, of what happened in her, what she says happened in her very early childhood, but we're gonna get into the cult phase. Okay. It's important to remember everything I'm saying right now, I don't think is true. <laughs> um, everything I'm saying is what Barbara Snow, Barbara Snow, okay, Snow spent five years with Teal telling her all of this information, visualizing it, making her believe that this was her reality. Barbara Snow was part of the satanic panic. She basically took a bunch of people, a bunch of her clients. Um, she was a therapist and like a psychiatrist. She would take all of her patients and she started, you know, saying, oh my God, they're all part of this satanic group when they were children. They were all abused. It was terrible. It, it, it became a big report. Everyone was freaking out about it. The whole town knew about it. Police knew about it. But then they started to like feel like all of their stories were like so similar and so outlandish with zero evidence and, and it turned into like oh and my parents abused me and the parents were like what the fuck like i would never um the police decided to investigate it now look i'm not trying to suck the police's dick right now never never but this is a white woman we're talking about so they're going against their own kind i feel like it's it's fine right now um so they had a feeling that something was fishy going on there had been some reports that she was doing illegal practices, such as being the therapist for her entire family. That's illegal to be your own family's therapist. She was working on her whole family. Anyway, the police planted a story. They started giving her these clues about something that wasn't real. They made it up. They said, hey, let us know if any of your patients have heard about this because this is another thing we think is going on. Suddenly, all of her patients had heard about that. All of her patients had that exact experience and that is how they knew she was planting this information because you are not allowed to bring this up like you can't right, right. the reason that in the mental health world um so there's this thing called like uh repressed memories the reason that that type of therapy is so controversial is because the way memories work we don't actually remember things like a photographic memory like replay it like it's in a movie you just remember glimpses moments instances like brief little periods and it doesn't come back like it's a trigger and then all at once you replay the whole scenario. It's typically like something super fucking random. You won't even probably know what triggered you, but you'll get a quick visual. You'll get a flashback of a, a 
a view from it, right? It's not like the movies. It's not It's not like the movies where suddenly you're like, wait, I have this detailed hour-long right. memory I'm recalling. It's very different than that. And as someone with PTSD, I can attest, like, yes, it's, it's, I don't even know what triggers it sometimes, but then all of a sudden you just can't get this weird image out of your head from childhood. Or even just a feeling. Or even, ju- yeah, even just a feeling. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> um, Teal Swan, or Barbara, Barbara Snow, um, was using this type of therapy. And it's really controversial because, yeah, people are like, no, I don't think this is safe because, number one, it's too risky that you can accidentally plant memories in someone's subconscious. The way our brain works, if our brain believes something happened and it is so easy to trick our brain, given whatever, if we are put under hypnosis, if we're put under extreme traumatic circumstances, sometimes we will even create scenarios to protect ourselves. Like, it's so insane what our brain can do. And at the end of the day, if we do have repressed memories because something is really traumatic, our brain is doing that to protect us. Right. We probably don't need, unless it happens naturally, you don't need to go trying to come up with, ooh, what did I possibly not remember? Right. So this is basically what Barbara Snow was doing. She was like, there's, she was telling all of her clients, there's stuff you don't remember. There, you were abused sexually. You were part of a satanic cult. You were given as a sacrifice. Um, they ended up, yeah, they like arrested her, like, they, um, I don't think she did time in jail, but I know she like was fined and like she had multiple charges against her because she was doing so many legal things, including brainwashing her patients. Now, Teal Snow, yes, that's her name. Fuck, Teal Swan, Teal Swan, all these I names. Know. I was like, wait. Um, and I keep hitting the pen. So you guys, Teal credits all of her fucking training and all of her therapy to this woman. This is a huge red flag. This woman is fucked up, but the crazy thing is she is still practicing in Utah. That's Utah. Well, well. Hey, and that's on Utah. And that's on Utah. <laughs> um, so that that's a bit about Barbara Snow. What Teal says happened to her in childhood, I'm gonna leave out half of what I know because it's so much and this it just doesn't make sense timeline-wise. Um, factually, nothing makes sense. And everything she said was investigated and zero evidence was found. (laughs) And that's really important. Like, zero evidence was found. Um, And we know that cult stuff does happen in the case of Elizabeth Smart, but all that evidence was found because that happened. Because it happened. Because it happened. That's the key. That's the key. So, if it's all right with you guys, we're about to get kind of darker. Darker, actually. And, um, yeah, go into what Teal says happened to her as a child. Around the, around the time that she was like, I believe eight or nine years old, she met, she, her parents introduced her to this man who she just says as her keeper, she never addresses his name. And it's important to note that she never addresses his name because if her story is true and he committed all the crimes that he commit, he needs to be charged. And she often says, oh, him being in jail wouldn't do anything. Well, no, that's not true if he's a child murderer and a child abuser. So... Apparently, her parents didn't know what to do with her. She had no friends. She was so sad. She was psychic, and they were scared. Um, She liked to ride horses. They got her a horse, and this man was like, oh, I'm a vet and a horse trainer. I'll teach her everything she needs to know. This man started abusing her. Her parents agree that he probably was abusing her, and that is something that I do not want to take away from her. Um, And if that happened, and who's to say it didn't? You know what I mean? That's, That's not what I'm talking about here. What gets a little bit weird is how she then takes the story further and says that he was part of a satanic cult. Basically, every single experience that could have happened to anyone who's ever been in a satanic cult happened to her. But all the while, she was a straight-A student, graduated high school at 16, and was a professional supermodel. Like, I'm having a hard time figuring out how this all happened while she was being, like, literally tortured with a knife. it. It doesn't add up. Yeah. So... Basically, she says that this man continued to, um, over the course of like 13 years, so like until she was 19 years old, he would take her out of school. He would take her out of her bedroom in the middle of the night. He would abuse her physically, sexually. He would make her, he would kill people in front of her. He would um, make her assist in murders. He would have her witness murders. He would chase her through the woods and kill little kids in the woods. And like, it, just these really insane things um, that... While I'm not saying that these things did not happen to someone, they could not have happened to Teal given the timeline. I mean, 
she's with this logic like that she she says it's all her parents fault everyone it's everyone else's fault if they don't believe this because that would mean that they have to break their reality and they have to believe that we live in a world where a school would let a stranger take a girl out of school and bring her back by the end of the day or that her parents would allow someone in the middle of the night to sneak in do all this stuff with her and then bring her back before homeroom like it, that's wild and it doesn't add up with what she's saying well she was saying that these brutal attacks and things that would happen to her at knife point or in the woods but like being in underground for days like how is there no how did no one notice that you are dirty that you are bloody that you are malnourished right. that like this is very hard for a lot of people to conceptualize especially her parents which she's come out and said like you know they refuse to believe that this happened they believe that yes she was abused so they just completely like deny they completely deny um, all of the cult stuff. They, okay. they 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 believe that this man abused her, the okay. horse trainer, but they don't believe that she was taken out of school and taken from her bed and that she was um, the poster child of the satanic rituals. Yeah, they have a hard. They don't believe that. Well, yeah, I mean, I just feel like, yeah, I have a hard time believing that too. And like, just because right, for that to happen for years without a mistake being made, without without him missing a school, you know, or like. Like no the, one ever asked. Right. It was never brought up. Um, and also, she's also she lies. <laughs> she also said that he would continue to prostitute her out, but then also that he ha would send her on professional modeling gigs. And then she says, "Oh, before, ever since I was 11 until I was like 19, I was a professional model all, modeling all around the world. Like how? How were you doing this all around the world, but also in a satanic cult every single day doing this horrific thing? Like, I'm. And there's no pictures of her as a model, right? Um, there's like a couple like backyard pics that like someone took on their like but not in milan or no 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 there's no evidence of that um and the crazy thing is she says that she witnessed her keeper who she won't name um she witnessed her keeper murder multiple children i think she said she personally witnessed seven or eight oh um my God. but she refuses and she says that she witnessed him um steal and kidnap thousands of children so the way she refuses to get him in trouble and to see him behind bars because she thinks oh it won't do any good again to me i'm like so you just want this attention you don't want justice to be served she right. said and she says oh that won't do justice well yes it will if children were murdered their the parents families, their families right. their story like that matters how can you be so self-centered you know what i mean it like narcissistic perhaps well period um you guys this is someone and it might if you haven't heard of this woman, that's awesome. But like, really do spread the word to like, uh, you know, cancel her. Um, but if you have heard of this woman, you guys, like she is a big public spiritual figure right now. She is affecting people right now. I think that's what's so crazy. I remember reading an article and the only thing until you had mentioned her to me that I had seen about her was an article about her telling people to kill themselves. And I remember reading that and then watching whatever video that article was like in relation to. This was maybe like 2019-ish. Mm -hmm. And then I thought like, oh my God, this, this lady's so crazy. There's no way anyone takes her seriously or like watches this. And then when I found out doing this research for this episode, how much people listen to her, I was like, oh my God, guys, like, mm -hmm. hey, no, 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 no. Millions. <laughs> I had no idea that that- Millions. Like, like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, so no, like you said, like, it was just like immediately your intuition was like, no. was like, I know. And at first, Kelsey and I, guys, we battled bringing this up because it's a very fucking heavy topic. And we love that Awaken Bake is a place where we can get high and talk about spiritual shit on like a, a level that like everyone can relate to. But this is something so important because people are dying today. Like now it's happening now and she still has followers and she's just, I, I would hate to see her become more powerful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, completely. Um, there's also something I wanted to mention is, you know, she says that she's psychic and she, because she's psychic and no one's smarter than her and there's nothing she can learn and da, 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 da. This Hulu documentary series that just came out very much showcases her in a negative light and she had she said they filmed her for three years and she had no fucking idea that they were gonna make her look bad she thought this was gonna be a documentary that that like was promoting her cause if you're fucking psychic bitch and then she's like you're I'm, you're supposed to be psychic you're supposed to be able to tell me what i ate for breakfast 
And by looking through my skin into my stomach, and that's what she says. Yeah, that's the level of crazy. But you're, but you, so you're this powerful psychic who you can like look into my body and see the shit. You can predict when I'm gonna die. You know everything. You couldn't predict that Julia was gonna make you out to be a cult leader because you are. Because guys, like use your brains. We all have watched the Kardashians. We know things are edited to make things look a certain way, promote a, a certain storyline. Here's the key. Don't say crazy shit and then they can't run with that storyline. Don't it, it was it was their own private investigator. I <laughs> can't stress that one enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. They paid her. Also, um, you guys, so she's like one of those people who, me and Kelsey were talking about it earlier. Like, you know how when Trump said grab her by the pussy and then he was like, well, it wasn't in context. I didn't mean right. it like that. Da, da, da. And it's like, here's the thing. You should never say that. Right. So she tells people like, yeah, your parents don't love you. Right off the bat. Your parents don't love you. I promise your parents don't love you. Her response was that she uses her own definition of love and that like that definition, you know, her followers understand that guys this is crazy this is crazy like you don't rewrite the dictionary as a as a spiritual guru like that's not what it's about right that's uh, i hate it when people do that try to like justify using like, oh well i meant it this way it's like well that's not what that means mm -hmm. so you can't mean it that way Oh my God. And then she tried to say that her fucking non-negotiables, she was like, look, wherever you get a job, like Apple and Burger King, like they have a mission statement. It's to sell burgers. And my mission statement is to further my agenda. So like, that's the purpose okay, of the- Hitler. Oh, let's get into that. Um, Teal Swan often praises the teachings of Hitler. So one of her whistleblowers, one of her ex um, cult members, one of the reasons that she left was because she had a problem. She was like, Teal, what the fuck? Are you and Hitler like friends? Like you sure do know the everything about him and quote him all the time. And oh Teal, Teal said, oh, I think he's misunderstood. I think he started a revolution that got people talking and got people making. I don't even know what she was trying. She was trying to find the light in what he did. And it's like, Ew. that's not. That I thought she's a Trump supporter. I bet she is too. Ew. And it's like, but it, and it's like as a spiritual person, like, oh yeah, that is not your fucking place. Like, there is such right. a thing of toxic positivity. I hate when people say like, oh, a person is being toxically positive. But in this case, to be like, oh no, what he did was like, there's a good outlook on it. No, it's very like like when Trump said good people on both sides for the Charles certain That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's like, and it's like no, like there's not. Like, no, there's not. There's, there's literally no justification. Not. There's no good. We don't have to say anything good about him. Actually, Hitler, we can literally just shit on. He's like the one person you can. Exactly. <laughs> and I think because she has, she never apologizes. She never takes accountability. She, it's always like, but she's allowed to have these emotional outbursts. And she's like, well, it's because I have my higher self and my lower self, and I'm still a traumatized person. Like. This is I not your leader. I thought you were the person in the world. Exactly. Like, oh my God, you guys, it's infuriating. Um, I feel like I got out the main shit that I wanted to say, like factually, like that you guys need to, this is, I want you guys to be prepared to like, just know why, like what we're, if, if you were to ever go forward and say, hey guys, like if you know about Teal Swan, you know, don't listen to her and ever, anyone were to try to argue you, like you need to be prepared to be like, no, no, no. We have the mental health. We have the technology, guys. We have the information. Right? We know what is helpful and what's not helpful. Teal has none of this training or information, and people are killing themselves over her. Right. And I feel like, I don't know, I, I think one of the things that I really get from her is just that she is not healed. Like, I feel like it's so apparent as someone who, I'm not even fully healed. I'm not going to say that, but I am going to say I'm healing, and I can look at her and be like, I... The way that she places blame and takes vic place like becomes the victim and everything and like just the way it's so it's wild that people I think look to her for help when like she's someone who when something bad happens is like woe is me you know where yes. like, life is gonna be happy and terrible things are gonna happen and both of those things are true like that's just the way it is and mm -hmm. like healing shouldn't have casualties like there shouldn't be any pain any there should be pain in healing, but there shouldn't be any definite. Like there should be no, you shouldn't be any worse off at any point in your healing, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a part, in a way it's all up. There's parts that you're gonna feel bad, but at least like you should be stronger, I guess. Your spiritual journey, like while it's going to have hard times, 
it should be a positive experience that you come out better for. Because you understand and know that the hard times are meant there to give you lessons or like give you like, oh, there's a line in a song that I just listened to that was like, um, speed bumps uh, make you aware. And it's just like, yeah, like things that come in your way are just like, they're there for a reason. They're mm -hmm. good. Like, even though they might not feel good, they are good. Absolutely. They're, they have good intention. And I think like in the world today, there's a common theme that like we're supposed to give away our power for quick answers and quick fixes. And whether it's MLMs or celebrities or your neighbor, it seems like everyone is trying to like life coach you or tell you how to do things or give you the best advice or the best things to eat. And like, and that may sound funny coming from us who like we have a podcast on spirituality, but we don't sit here with the intention of hearing someday someone being like, oh my God, they know everything. Like I, that's, I only listen to them because that's all like I need. Like, no, that's actually a fear of mine. Never do that. <laughs> Bitch, we name drop every episode, like, right, like who we <laughs> listen to, like all the time. It's Baby J, Pageant Queen Pixie, Abraham Hicks, like. Right, like, and that's that totally, you know, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right, like, I, and that's the thing is like, I think spirituality, the world, life is all about sharing ideas and thoughts and stuff and helping each other heal and not doing that with anger in mind or with pain in mind, but doing it to like release that, those feelings. Yes. And like, yeah, I just want to all like learn together and I hope we can all just, you know, eat rainbows and poop butterflies. <laughs> um, and seriously, you guys, like while today's topic like was, it was very heavy, it's important that we talk about this and make our community aware because it would be irresponsible of us not to bring this up because this is someone who's in our community right now who is powerful in our community right now. Right now. And like at the beginning, I mentioned some people who did had a lot of people die for them or caused a lot of people deaths in Waco. Uh, women and children were shot because he was the stupid man was unafraid to like admit he had a small penis, which is obviously seriously like making fun of the situation that happened or whatever but whatever i'm just making a joke but like it was bad it was like people died for no real reason other than mm -hmm. this man was absolutely deranged and i think it is like important to remember that yeah like teal swan doesn't know that what she's doing is bad like in her mind she is delusional and mm -hmm. i i appreciate that she thinks she's helping i i can see that she because she's such a narcissist and in her head like she's doing the right thing. I, I see that she truly believes that, but that's not the case. <laughs> the problem is, while she will argue this, while she will argue ba on her um, lap, her fourth video based on the document, or on the docuseries, mm. she says, oh, the docuseries wants you to believe that I am not a self-aware person, and that's not the case. And it's like, no, you got exposed for not being a self-aware person. And that's the thing, is the whole thing exposes her for being, I'm sorry, but an idiot. I just can't believe that she said this stuff. Uh, like, I can't believe she would say it on film, but it's like, wow, that proves. Exactly. It's just proof. It's just, like, oh. you guys just deserve better than that. and You, you deserve so much better than that. And everyone does. Every, right, right. No one, that, yeah, that's just, that's bad vibes, guys. That's yeah. low vibe, more high vibe. If you guys want to do your own research on it again, it's called The Deep End on Hulu. There's also The Gateway, Teal Swan. It's a podcast. And then... The Dangerous Teachings of Teal Swan, A Therapist Deep Dive. That's on YouTube. And we will be following it on our Patreon as well. Oh yeah, we're, I'm gonna be giving you all the deep, dark, dirty twists of this whole situation on Patreon. And if you insist, I could do a YouTube series on it. Oh, we insist. All right. Well, in that case, y'all spread the word and stay high. Bye.